0: yes let's freaking go this is episode eight of season six or 247 overall but most importantly it is week freaking one and i am brit i'm craig it is the off season is over it is time to get our
1: game on craig i don't know about you but i am fucking ready to go i'm ready i'm excited and i can't believe it's september Say it every well, year, but it. I still can't believe it. <laughs> I am not even gonna time is irrelevant to me. The only <laughs> thing that matters is what
0: week number it is, and it's week one, and that's all that matters until February.
1: But so we got a ton to cover. Let's jump right in. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? All oh, right. <laughs> so disclaimer, I had to go to a family function before this. Uh what is that Italian local Italian restaurant? So I've been drinking red wine since five o'clock. And I'm still drinking red wine because I'm keeping it, keeping it the same. I don't want to mix too much. Three hours, folks. You know, three three hours. hours. That's right. That so started at 5. It is now 8 o'clock our time. <laughs> Where'd you go? What, what restaurant? Uh, Testo's.
0: I was just going to say, it's got to be Testo's. You said Italian restaurant. It's got to be Testo's.
1: Yeah. So, okay,
0: cool. I am drinking diet soda. Why, you ask? Why is the amped up guy drinking diet <laughs> soda? Well, I'm going to tell you. I have an ear infection.
1: It's a terrible way to start and the
0: season. It's a terrible way to start the season. And my doctor was like, it's not bad enough for me to put you on antibiotics. She, this I've never heard of this before. She called it an external ear infection. So is that like, like your, like your earlobe is
1: infected? Like...
0: No, it, it's like it's the infection is present inside the canal, but it hasn't penetrated inside the eardrum. Ah, I see. So it's like at the door knocking to get in. She's like, we got to take care of this because if it hits the eardrum, it's going to be bad. She goes, but right now it has not gotten inside of your eardrum. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, lady. <laughs> so she's like, well, if you want to you want to avoid antibiotics, you got to do these eardrops and get yourself cleaned out. And I'm like, okay, whatever it takes. Not to give make everybody gross. But the hope is that if I take really good care of myself Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I can go drinking Friday night. Because Friday night, Two Roads is hosting an outdoor movie, and I want to freaking go. So I am not drinking tonight. Um, and probably not drinking tomorrow night while I watch the game. So my apologies for that. So, all right, let's just let's just keep it moving. Burning hot takes. Do you want to give or receive? Um, I will receive. Okay. Several injury updates today. Don't don. I'm just gonna run them down, and I just just like a handful of them. So these are gonna be multiple burning hot takes. And all I want to know is, do you even care? Because it's not like major guys. It's like a whole bunch of like, oh really? So here we go. All right, I'm ready. Let's start. Darren Waller does not appear on the injury report for the week one battle between the Raiders and the Chargers. Does it matter?
1: Uh, I think it does matter for the Chargers, yes. <laughs> is it a good thing for the Chargers or bad? Um, it's a good thing. You know, I do. we don't know yet how much um, Devontae Adams is going to, like, chip away at Waller's looks, but we'll see. Targets are going to flow to Devontae. Where are they coming from? I still think, I think this team...
0: So when you bring in a new guy like Devontae Adams a guy that's as good as Devontae Adams yes there's going to be a learning curve and who has played with Derek Carr has played with Derek Carr don't be shocked if Adams goes 3 for 25 on game 1 it's his first goddamn game with these guys because we know there's media outlets out there going to panic and be like we told you Devontae Adams is going to be no good without Ian Rogers <laughs> shut up you're an idiot but yes, those targets have to come from somewhere. I am of the opinion those targets come from away from Josh Jacobs. Personally, I think they're going to throw the ball more than ever, which is what Cinch wants to hear because <laughs> Cinch is the has founded the Church of Derek Carr, and <laughs> is is really really on this. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not big on this news. Donald Parham Jr. misses practice Wednesday, may not play in the Raiders Chargers game. I didn't even know Donald
1: Parham Jr. was still on the Chargers. You know, I did. He was one of my, he was kind of one of my uh, sleeper picks last season. Didn't really pan out, but I have hope. But we'll see. We'll see. Isaiah Spiller practices full Wednesday.
0: Another Chargers. This is, I think this one is big. I think Isaiah Spiller being available is, is big for both Eckler and Michelle. They really have, they've got a clear number one. But they've got two really pot- strong potential guys to give him a break if both Spiller and Michelle are, are healthy.
1: But so thoughts? Uh, it worked. Like I I do like Eckler in general, especially since he's a pass catching receiver. But if you have Eckler, you definitely want to have his backup just in case. And Spiller already being injured injured is uh, could be problematic. Yeah, there's the
0: problem. You don't. I don't know who the handcuff is there right now, but I'll tell you right now that I, I'm not. I'm not running out to get shares of Isaiah Spiller or Sony Michelle this weekend. If anything, Sony Michelle's stock drops because of this. Two more quick ones. Juju Smith Schuster practices in full on Wednesday. This news actually disappoints me. I was <laughs> kind of hoping Juju Smith Schuster would not play this week, but so be it.
1: It's a knee injury. Craig, does this move the needle for you? Uh, not really. I didn't really have a big buy buy in with him um this season so even with him being on the Chiefs I just I don't know I just don't see it for last long, one J.K. Term. Dobbins J.K. Dobbins actually gets a limited <sighs> practice on Wednesday he avoids the PUP list that is good news I've been a J.K. Dobbins fan since he was in college like I mentioned before but he's coming off a really bad knee injury I I have to see him on the field before I put any stocks into him
0: and here's the problem because he's been such an injury, the frickin' Ravens went out and stocked up on like <laughs> just bets. a guy. Yeah, Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake are both there. Now, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake and JK Dobbins probably have a running pool to see who can stay on the field longer. But Mike <laughs> Davis, Mike Davis, while not like the solution to anything, he is a competent second stringer. So I don't even oh, know. I, if, if I'm the
1: Ravens, I'm not even going to play J.K. Dobbins this weekend. I'm going to rest him. That's true. And you know what? I just I just kind of looked it up because I was curious. There, the other running back is Justice Hill. He's still there.
0: I forgot. You.
1: <laughs> My God, they are five deep. Yeah, they're
0: five deep. There and not. And there's no like. almost like that's four deep, isn't it? I'm not. I'm counting. Uh, yes, four. I mean, uh, I don't know. I I don't. I don't think it's. I, I'm just going to stay away from the. I'm staying away from the Ravens backfield until it clears up a little bit.
1: So, okay. So that was my question. What have you got for me tonight? Uh, so my question for you tonight is actually Ravens related. Lamar Jackson said that he has till Friday to figure out his contract extension with the Ravens. You think Lamar Jackson is going to play this season for the Ravens at this rate? Yes. I don't. This is not. This is not a
0: holdout thing. This is a, for. This is my take on it. And this is purely on... I don't. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't take Ian Rappaport's calls today. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I have nothing other than my perspective on this. He is one of those I don't want distractions during the season kind of guys. He is putting this out there because he is putting the media on notice. Don't come to me Sunday about this. I think he knows deep down that he is not getting a contract this week. Um, although the Ravens supposedly are interested in getting it done. That this is a mutually agreed upon I mean he's the one talking about it but I I think that he's just he's he basically just told the media if I don't if they don't announce a count on contract before game before week one don't come asking because I've already told you I'm not answering that's how I took this
1: what about you you think this is gonna be a problem uh that's fair I think mean, I think contract issues always make me wary in general um you're right I don't see Lamar like holding out or sitting out this week but I don't know. They just they just kind of put like a little asterisk in the back of my head to be mindful of, especially if nothing's signed yet. So Fair. Fair. All right. Burning Hot Takes is done. Let's move
0: on. So every year around week one, Craig says to me, listen, <laughs> while we're doing the agenda, I want to do just kind of an intro disclaimer to DFS. And every year I'm like, Craig, we've done this for six years. Nobody's, li- well, you never know. We might have a new <laughs> listener. So at this point in the, the, the recording, I will be turning the mic over to my dear friend, Craig, who is going to give you our annual
1: DFS briefing disclaimer. Craig? Okay, so really super-duper quick. First things first. Remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You can take our advice as it is. You can use our advice. Our advice, you can ignore it. Whichever. Just don't come to us when we say when you know we're like oh you should start Justin Herbert this week and then you know he goes one for eight and throws for ten yards, right? Yes. Don't it don't blame us, right? You just take our advice as you know as it is as entertainment. That's all. Another reminder is uh, if there's multiple ways to play DFS, there are cash games and there are tournaments are the two big you know two big s- sub. Yeah, ninety so percent. Yeah, so anyway, cash games and tournament lineups are completely different. They're the way you want to draft them are completely different, and use your um, salary cap is different. So we primarily focus on cash games, uh, and are, you know we're looking at value players that are of value for their salary compared to like how many fancy points they're projected to get. Correct. Whereas tournaments you're looking for those two or three guys that are going to have huge weeks that like no one else is really thinking of. It's kind of like picking lotto numbers at that point. So, just so you're aware.
0: Yes, so that is our our annual disclaimer on that. Thank you Craig for that. All right, let's just move on because we got a ton to cover tonight. Well, actually we're doing pretty good so far, but you know what comes back right now? Is that. It is time for America's favorite game. Uh, everyone's favorite and, and it's, it's, it's been a while, so this does require a brief intro. America's Favorite Game is where I look up the lines for the games on this weekend in an attempt to find fantasy value for our daily lineups. Our goal is to identify teams that have a over-under of 50+, and an over-under of under 40. The idea being... Teams that score a lot of points will also score more fantasy points. Who knew that scoring touchdowns means more fantasy points? My mind is fucking blown. Hello? Right. (laughs) Hello? So, good news. So, we do this with Craig gets three strikes, family feud style. I tell him how many his target is, and he tells me which ones are, and I mock him soundly if he gets them wrong. He doesn't always get them wrong, folks. He sometimes wins this game. It's going to be especially easy tonight. Because there are no games under forty. <clears throat> Yay! <laughs> the the lowest game of the week is forty, and without costing you a strike, take one shot at it. What's the worst game on the schedule this week?
1: Uh, let me look here. Yeah, you should have the you should have the schedule in front of you so yep, you can easily yep, like identify games. Okay, so under forty. Yeah, and I'm not, you're not getting charged for this, so just all right. Oh, swing man. away! Wow. So I have it in my brain here. I have it tied between. The Jaguars and the Commanders, or, and I'm sorry, Sean, the Bears and the 49ers.
0: What if I told you one of those was correct? Ooh. Mm. Because again, this is,
1: this is, this is. Mm -hmm. You know what? And again, I'm sorry, Sean. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with the Bears game.
0: That's absolutely correct. The (laughs) Niners Bears over under is 40, and the Bears are only a seven point underdog. So, I mean, so again, doing the, doing the fancy maths, what is that? That's 24 uh, 16, roughly ish. Yeah. Yeah, because half points would be half points involved whenever the line is an odd number. But yeah, it's roughly 24 roughly 16. I kind of actually like the over in that game.
1: I really uh, do. I just. I, the Bears, I just the Bears are at home. I just don't know about the. feels. is going to be everywhere. True. Fortnite's defense isn't terrible. But the Bears offense has no one other than Montgomery. And, and you know what? The Bears are only getting
0: seven. I think San Francisco wins that. I think I'm looking at like 28-21.
1: Maybe. No, that's no. I, maybe even less than that. 28-17. Do, do you take do you take San Francisco giving seven? I wouldn't touch the line. I would
0: just take the over there. I just feel that strongly about the over. That's fair. So okay, but on the plus side, on the side of games we want to use. I'm by the way, our 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 source this year is gonna be DraftKings, just because I'm tired of searching every year for like more freaking sources. That's and that's fair. Let, let's just let's just call it what it is. I can bet on fucking darts on DraftKings. I'm looking <laughs> could, at the lines right now for something called the PDC World Championship, where Michael Van Gurwen is plus three fifty, the hands-on favorite. These guys are the most European names I've ever seen. Gerwin Price, Dimitri Vanderberg, <laughs> uh, Nathan Aspinall, Jose D'Souza, Dirk Van. Oh, I can't even pronounce his name. Dirk Van van Duggen, Bode. Bless you. D-Y-J Van Bode. Dirk Van Dujen Bode. He's plus 5,000. I might put a dollar on him. Anyway. So we can get consistent lines here is what I'm saying. I have four teams, four games, sorry, four games that are at least 50 plus.
1: Ooh. Okay. And
0: Nestle are worthy of our fantasy attention.
1: Craig, tell me the four games in front of me. Okay. So I'm going to go with the default for our last couple of years. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs at Cardinals first because the Chiefs are involved. Chiefs at Cardinals is a 54. It's the highest line of the Ooh. week.
0: The Chiefs are six-point favorites. So let's see. That's 27. You take three off of one side. That's uh, 30 to 24
1: is the predicted outcome. What do you oh. think? Uh, I can see that. Again, a lot of changes happened on your team this year. Yes. So I just, I just want to see them play. And I don't know how Kyler Murray is going to be. So, again, week one is always a giant question mark for everyone. I agree. I agree. I I am I am. I remember last season,
0: a lot of early lines were big. We had a lot of big matchups. Like I'm looking right now, Bengals Steelers last is a 44 this year. That would definitely have been over 50 last year. I'm looking at uh, scrolling through the list here. Packers Vikings is a 47. That's definitely over 50. I think Vegas, Vegas the under dominated the first four or five weeks of the season last year, and I think that Vegas saw that, and Vegas was like, whoa, 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 we're not doing that again. No, 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 everybody, everybody, sell down, <laughs> and just, just figure it out. So, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think that's that's the 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 result there. So I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna take the under Chiefs minus six. I'm, I think mm-hmm. the Chiefs are going to dominate the freaking Cardinals, but I'm also a Chief fan, so I'm super biased.
1: <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Probably. I feel
0: like that's. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a. That's a blood you know,
1: early early in the season, the Cardinals are good. They just stop after Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's
0: really it, right? I mean, yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay, wait a minute. I'm not.
0: I'm not doing fancy maths here. Uh, give me a second. I, I'm. I'm tired, yeah. man. I'm t- 28. Yeah, that works out. Okay, so you got Chiefs cards.
1: Three more, you got all your strikes. Three more. All right, so for right now, I am going to stay with the AFC West and to say Raiders Chargers because of Raiders who's on Chargers those teams. Is correct. Ooh. 52 and a half is the
0: over-under there, and the predictive final would be 28-24 because I believe the Raiders are three and a half point underdogs chargers minus three and a half at home against the Raiders. Does, does Vegas is, is, is cinch betting (laughs) all of his money? He might be, he might be. I just, I, because Adams is there now. Maybe is, is there excitement now for that? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I look at this and I'm like, I, I think I'm taking, I'm definitely, I'm putting my money on the
1: chargers. It's in LA. I mean, yeah, that close. I think I would go with the home team. Yeah, I, I mean, mean not that Chargers, people go to Chargers games.
0: The Chargers <laughs> are way deeper than the Raiders. Well, maybe the passing game's not so much deep. That you know, I could see that one going over. I don't. I don't know if I trust either of these defenses, but we'll get into that. All right, so you're two for two. There's two more
1: left. All right, let me just scan these really quick here. I don't see now. Here's the thing. I see like. And I'm not using this as a pick, but like three seasons ago, it definitely would have been the Saints and the Falcons, but I don't think that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, they both changed quarterbacks, It said. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go with, I'll uh, record this on Wednesday. Uh, let's go with Thursday's game, Bills-Rams. Bills-Rams is a 51 and a half, and it's only a two-point spread. So it means the
0: roughly the estimated final is 27 to 25. Do you see that happening? I, I, I have already put money on the I've already parlayed the bills in the under. Yeah, I've already parlayed the bills in the under. I think the bills win this game probably by a, a touchdown solid. And I don't think it's like crazy. I really don't like if I look at that game and I start looking like, you know, like, let me see. What, what the hell is DK squares?
1: Uh, Sure.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. I can bet odds on squares for that game. Oh wow! So I can I can say that the end of the first quarter, it'll be the the Buffalo score will end in the number of seven, and the Rams will be zero, and it's plus three forty. Oh lord! That is
1: crazy That's betting. Crazy. That's like in FanDuel. And I'm mad at FanDuel, by the way. That's like with FanDuel Sportsbook. You can you can do like round robin bets. So you can mm-hmm. make a parlay and then do like a round robin thing where you're putting, indivi- You're betting on individual things in your parlay. For different amounts of money, it's it's crazy. If if any quarter
0: ends between the Rams and the Bills, and the last digit for both scores is two, like it's twenty-two to twelve, which is an odd score, right? Right. That plays plus eight thousand. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is just this is just mathiness here. Yeah, I mean these numbers seem pretty set across the board. I mean, oh here we go, Bengals Steelers plus eight thousand if it's two and eight two for the Bengals, and eight for the Steelers. I guess it's just hard to get to two. There's really no... I mean, unless you kick four field goals, there isn't an I
1: mean, easy way could. to get to two. Throw in a, you throw in a touchdown, a field goal, and a safety? Touchdown, extra, yeah, extra that's point. 12. Yeah. <laughs> eh, I don't yeah. know, it feels
0: weird. It okay, anyway, but those... All right, so you're three for three. There's Ooh. one game you have all three of your strikes, Are um... you starting the year off hot.
1: Let's see. Alright, I'm gonna go backwards when we we talked about last time where we say games that aren't gonna be. So Yeah. Eagles, Lions, no. Patriots, Dolphins, no. Jets, Ravens, no.
0: Jets, Ravens. I mean that <laughs> where
1: where is that line?
0: That 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 line's at forty four and a half. Really? And the Jets are only <laughs> seven point underdogs. I I ugh. Ooh, and they're in New York. <laughs> I might just put some straight. I might just put some straight cash on the under there. I don't see it. I don't see either of these teams breaking 20, so how do they get into 44 and a half?
1: <laughs> Turnovers <laughs> from both sides. Um, That's a 17-14 game willing to ha- waiting to happen. Just saying. Let's see Jaguars Commanders, no. Giants, Titans, no. Browns, Panthers, uh no. Um Kinda of, alright, this is kind of a cheat. You already said the Packers, the Vikings were were under fifty, so we won't pick yeah. those. <laughs> That's fine. Um Colts, Texans. No, I don't see the Texans doing that well against the Colts defense. Alright, let's go with the last one on the list. A um actually the Broncos Seahawks. No, because the Seahawks are don't know what they're doing. Alright, mm-hmm. let's let's go with the Bucks and the Cowboys, because I don't know who else to pick.
0: Correct. Absolutely correct. That's a fifty-one. <laughs> And with the spread, the estimated total is twenty-seven to twenty-four. Another game, I'd probably take the under. Actually, wait a minute. Wait, wait a
1: who's minute. who's favored in that? The the Bucks are
0: favored. Hmm. Their offensive line is was literally like you watch contest to play. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm, I'm trying to find the line now. I'm, I'm, I've scrolled so far down I'm into next week. Uh, the the Bucks are two and a half point favorites. Two and a half. The money line on the Cowboys is plus one twenty. Jesus. No, no spread. I think the Cowboys win that game. It's in Dallas. It's right. Sunday night.
1: In Dallas, it's the Cowboys' year, <laughs> and the Buccaneers' offensive line is broken. And no one's hurt yet on the Cowboys' side. Chris Godwin is. I don't think he's. Playing. Oh, that's right. Oh,
0: Godwin was iffy. I didn't see the report on him today. I heard. I heard hopefulness, but oh my God, I might. I might put some Dude. at plus one twenty. Take the Cowboys on that? Yeah, just take the Cowboys straight up to win on the money line. Why not? Two and a half is not... Well, I mean, I, I just... I don't see the... I don't think the Bucks' offense is going to have... I mean, well, Leonard Fournette, yeah, that's great. His offensive line is dead.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless and...
0: Mike Evans decides to catch for three touchdowns. So here's what I'll do. what are you gonna do now that you ask i'm gonna i'm gonna put i'm gonna i'm gonna hedge my bet i'm gonna bet on the cowboys straight up to win yeah but i'm also gonna put money on the over (laughs) for whatever mike evans touchdowns are oh there you go let's see here where's the player props player props but uh no 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 player props how do i get there it's somewhere at the top usually yeah rushing or here we go rushing receiving props Let's scroll down. Uh let's just scroll down here. Give me a second, we'll do this live. So Craig wins today. Good job. Good Thank way you. to start.
1: Thank you. Good way to start season.
0: <laughs> uh these are all rushing though. I don't want I want receiving. It says rushing slash oh here it is. Receiving yards. Receiving yards for Mike Evans. Jesus. Sixty eight and a half. Hmm. <sighs> I kind of like, if, if they're going to win this game, he's going to go over 68 and a half. True. Receiving yards for Zeke, 19 and a half. No, well, if
1: that was Pollard, I would take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, if they're going to win this game, he's going to have to go over. Like, no question, he's going to have to go over. Let's see about touchdowns. Is there a touchdown, team props, game props, team future, team specials? I hate this. Award season specials? No, I just that. Where I can't, I can't just. Oh, here we go. TD scorers, really quick. Now we're gonna move on. Yeah. Uh Oh, the only thing they've got posted is Thursday's game. That's all they've got right now is Thursday's game. Ooh, Gabe Davis plus nine hundred if he's the first or last scored touchdown. Okay, wait a minute. Let's 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 get crazy here. Let's get crazy. I'm gonna go deep on the list. Jake Funk is plus ten thousand like terry funk the wrestler yeah except this is jake <laughs> i don't think they're related jake funk anytime touchdown plus 1300 and the Guru's big on him i might actually consider putting like 10 bucks on that and then retiring what does that what does that pay I, I, i'm not doing math in my head Good. <laughs> all right if i put 10 bucks on that pays 140 bucks there you go mm.
1: might be 10 bucks worth wasting
0: okay all right, so that's... Um, Craig, Craig wins
1: America's favorite game. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Did, really quick. Um, yeah. I did not realize until people were talking about it at our draft, and I don't remember if you were near us. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. Mm-hmm. Is the son of Michael Pittman Sr., the former running back for the Buccaneers. You know, how I didn't make that connection in my head, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to. So a lot of people have the same names, but though that is like kind of a... That's, that's a unique name, but still. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't but know still. how I didn't He's, make that uh, connection.
1: And Michael Pittman Sr. is uh, 47. There you go. I was just going to say, he, he he must have had this kid when he was like 19. Uh, yeah, probably like right. At, yeah, he was in the uh, 98 draft. Yeah, I
0: mean, so that puts him at 21 years age, roughly, say, roughly around 21 years old. That makes him born in 77, which makes him 23 three twenty two makes him 50 yeah we so would have had him in his yeah I would have had him in his early twenties oh well good for him man good for him yeah stay and realize it but still all right there you go all right let's get on to the metric uh, all right so I, I sat down and I had a I had a one man production meeting with the metric this week and I was I, like,
1: listen, and he was already drunk yeah, yeah. <laughs> who the metric or me either both okay
0: yeah that's fair. And I said, said, listen, you were so spotty last year. I just need consistency out of you. I need you to really look at situations, really look at projections, and really give me some insights this year. And the metric was like, I really appreciate that feedback. It's very positive. It's very spot on. I I am ready to get you guys some money. And I said, fantastic. So let's talk about quarterbacks first. The metric went, I'm ready. And I said, give me a name. And it said Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) And I, I left the room. I said, I said, you know what? I think the best thing we could do is just take a, like a five minute break here. Really reevaluate where we are as a team. And he was like, wait, what at Cincinnati Pittsburgh, he's going to have to throw. And he's only $5,000. Yeah, we've got him slated for 18 points. That does put him high on the value list. Here's the thing. The reason that the, a lot of guys are going to score way better than him. If you just go straight on fantasy points, Mitch Trubisky is the 19th overall on a lot of people's lists, but he's only five grand. So my advice to you is, if you really need to save money on quarterback, you can use Mitch Trubisky. Don't use Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is the, oh my God, I balled everywhere else and I only have (laughs) $5,000. I need a value quarterback pick. My pick, what I'm going to be using a ton of, is Kirk Cousins? I know, I know, but he's 6100 and they've I've got him slated for 21 points. I think that it's it's not as great a value, but I really don't want to pay down for Mitch Trubisky. I'd rather pay up a little bit and get Kirk Cousins. I have him slated as the 10th best overall quarterback. There are better options out there if you have the money, but for the for the price tag, he is probably what I'm going to use when I need to save money at quarterback. If I don't have any consideration about quarterback cost, yeah, I'm using Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And Josh Allen plays on Thursday night, so you got to be careful there. But if I'm trying to save some money, I like him a lot.
1: What do you like this week, Craig? Uh, so, yeah, for I was looking at the list the metric gave us, and, yeah, I don't agree with Mitch Trubisky. Sure, he's a talented quarterback, but, yeah, no, not, not this week. <laughs> um, so, like you, I'm going to stay – Try to stay Mill over the road ish. Um, you Kirk Cousins is a is a good choice, but if you're looking for a slightly cheaper, uh, you know Derek Carr and you know Central will love this. Their Derek Carr is five thousand nine hundred, um, so it's a couple couple hundred cheaper. And also, if you're going a little bit cheaper, but not Mitch Krubisky cheap, and Matt Ryan is fifty five hundred, and I think Matt Ryan is going to have one of his better years. Comparatively, the like the last since he's been in the Super Bowl, so and he's playing Houston. If you're spending up on playing Mahomes, if price is no object,
0: I'm playing Mahomes. That game is going to be a freaking shootout, and I think you know I think 24 points is a conservative total for him at 7700. Now, what's really interesting too is in typical fashion, like 90 percent of the quarterbacks are in the value range. Freaking Geno Smith is in the value range. <laughs> so there's really no wrong answer. The question you have to answer, ask yourself is, how much do I want to commit, and how much, how certain am I if I spend up elsewhere that it's going to pay off? Spending down on quarterback is a strategy that rarely works. You don't want to go, if the guy's under 6,000, he's pro, or maybe even say 5,800, 5,900, he's probably not a guy you're going to want to use unless he's going to get a ton of points. You need you really want somebody who's gonna score somewhere in that twenty point range. So that's why Derek Carr is an excellent, excellent kind of point out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our take on that. All right, moving on to running backs. I said to the I said to the metric, you gotta redeem yourself here. And it says, Well, I got a couple of interesting things for you. He says, First off, bad news. There is no value at running back. And I was like, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> already.
0: <laughs> right, already. He said, but if the closest guy is to get to value The metric likes Travis ATN Jr. He's only 5,600 because nobody knew if he was going to play or not when they put these lines out uh, six weeks ago. This is what happens when the frickin' DraftKings is like, well, we want people betting in June on (laughs) games in September. Pretty much. And then the second one it likes is Leonard Fournette. I'm not big on the Fournette pick. I'm going to pass on Leonard Fournette. But you know who I do like? I'll take some flyers on ATN. I'm also going to take some shares of Javante Williams. He's 6300. I think he can get to 18 points relatively easy. Um, so I think he's there. If I'm spending up, it's Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook is going to has historically done pretty good against Green Bay. I think they are going to try and run the ball to try and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. So I love Dalvin Cook here. So if I'm spending up, I'm spending up on Dalvin Cook. I think ATN is a good pick at 5600. But I'm really looking for I'm really looking for the guys in the six thousand range that is really going to produce here, um, and if I'm looking in the six thousand range, Javante Williams
1: isn't bad at sixty three hundred. What do you think, Craig? Um, you know, just for the price tag, uh, I do like Travis Etienne against Washington again because I don't. Washington is one of those teams that has been constantly in flux for the last decade, so mm-hmm. I still don't know what to make of them. Uh, So I think value-wise, that's a really good choice. You know, I do agree with Cook. Or actually, um, since it is a divisional game, uh, I do agree with what's-his-face. That is... uh, Oh, there he is. Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just, again, because he's a receiving back. Uh, It is is in Minnesota, but again, it's a divisional game. I think those two teams do relatively well against each other in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think... Aaron Jones is a is a good pick if you want to pay up a little bit at 67. Uh if you want to go even higher, and you know what, I know I'm gonna be biased like on this, like Britt was before with the Chiefs. You know what? It's the first week. It's time to get on the train. The, oh boy. The Bengals are the Bengals are playing a very confused Pittsburgh team. And I just think the Bengals are going to do bad things to Pittsburgh finally for a change. And I think they're just going to run the ball just constantly during this game. I I agree so. that's what they're going to do, but I just don't see Mixon. I see Mixon Mixon
0: being in a situation where he could probably sit out the entire fourth quarter. That's and also
1: a valid that's, point. That's also a valid point.
0: That's my and he's and he's not he's not reasonable in terms of his price seventy one hundred. Is only going to be good if he plays that entire game and gets in the end zone at least once and racks up over 100 yards. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know that's going to happen just because I don't know that Pittsburgh's going to keep up with them. Now, the metric thinks that Trubisky's going to get 18 points. <laughs> if Trubisky's going to get 18 points, it's because he throws for four touchdowns and six interceptions because they're trying to get back into the game. So that's why I, I'm just going to avoid the Cincy Pittsburgh game, pretty much in general because I think it's going to be one-sided. I want games that are going to be competitive. Green Bay at Minnesota is likely going to be a more competitive game. KC Arizona is going to be a more competitive game. I I just don't, I'm looking for the, I'm not looking for the high totals. I'm looking for the high totals in games where it's going to be back and forth. There are three of them on the, one of them's Thursday, Bills, Rams, Raiders, Chargers, it's probably going to be back and forth. Chiefs cards is probably going to be back and forth. And Green Bay, Minnesota is going to be probably back and forth. So I'm really interested in those kinds of guys. Now, it doesn't mean I'm just going to use everybody from those teams, but those are the kinds of games I'm looking at. All right, on to wide receivers. Along those lines, the metric says to me, hey, you know who's a great guy to use? Got to go rookies here. I really like that Wandale Robinson guy. And I'm like, w- we have no idea what they're going to do with Wandale Robinson. We have no freaking clue. And the metric is like, yeah, but he's only $3,000. <laughs> and I went, okay, so now we've got a serious value play here. And he said, you know who else is $3,000? That rookie out in Green Bay, Romeo
1: Dubs. I don't even know if it's pronounced Dubs or it's Dubs. Du-ball. I've heard, heard it. Is, yeah, I've, heard, it I've, I've heard it like three different ways. And honestly, until I hear him say it, I don't. I don't know. I'm going to call him Romeo. That's I'm fair. That's his, Romeo. that's his name. That's his first name. So let's go. So am I telling you <laughs> use
0: Juan Dale Robinson and Romeo? I'm telling you that they are both really good value plays.
1: If you use both of them, you could pay up for Jonathan Taylor.
0: <laughs> and that's, that's an option. That's an option here. I'll tell you right now, I'm probably using one of them. I'll probably have shares of both across multiple pools, but I'm probably going to have one of those two guys in every pool I do. If I hold my feet to the fire... I I I'll take the better quarterback and I'll do, go with Romeo. Those are but those are the two guys that the the metric was like these are the guys you want mid range mid to upper range guys. Michael Pittman Jr. He's fifty five hundred. Houston is pathetic. Matt Ryan is out there with something to prove. I think he's going to probably he's going to outshine guys in the same sort of category like Darnell Mooney and Christian Kirk and Rashad Bateman. So I, if I'm spending up if I'm spending over five thousand on anybody. I'm spending $5,500. Elijah Moore is at $5,100. I am not touching Elijah Moore. I'm just... I don't care that Joe Flacco's the quarterback now. Do not care. If I'm looking top tier, um, T.D. Lamb's interesting, but I'm probably not touching him there. Justin Jefferson's interesting. I'm probably not going to touch him there. I'm probably looking all mid-range. Now that I look at this list, I'm probably going to use Romeo and then some mid-range guys um, I mean, the metric also likes Kadarius Tony, but it hates Daniel Jones. So I'm like, where <laughs> are all these points coming from? Unless you think Tennessee is going to get out to a big thing and they're going to make Daniel Jones thrown like crazy. But so I, I, I like, I like the Robinson dubs for value. I like a Michael Pittman jr. And some more mid range options there. Craig, what do you like this week at wide receiver?
1: Uh, so Pittman was going to be one of my first choice for a mid mid tier receiver, did I write this down wrong? 55 sounds way too cheap for him, doesn't it? It does, but I think people don't know what to expect with Matt Ryan there. I'm going back in so, just to make sure I didn't double, write yeah, this down yeah, wrong. Sure, double check. Watch him be like 87. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's just... 5,500. I, I don't understand. Yeah, maybe he's the new Darren Waller. But
0: I mean, just, just... And these are all DraftKings values, by the way, guys. Just to give you an idea of people who are... More expensive than that. DJ Moore's at 6,000. Cortland Sutton's at 5,900. AJ Brown's at 6,400. T Higgins is at 6,100. He isn't even the first option on the field <laughs> on that team. Darnell I'm Moody's on 57. Si- Amon <laughs> Ross St. Brown 6,100. Wow. L- l- you know what? Here- here's where the conversation sends. Ready? Yep. Brandon Cooks is 6,300. How? What universe is Brandon <laughs> Cooks more expensive than Michael Pittman?
1: Wow, looking at this list really quick, um, someone close to Michael Pittman Jr. is Brandon Ayuk. Yes, and Christian Cook. Michael, Michael <laughs> Thomas is fifty seven hundred,
0: and you know I think he's going to come out there and he's going to play well, but I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, really? Allen Robinson's sixty one hundred, Tyreek Hill sixty eight hundred. Jalen Waddles at six thousand four hundred. <laughs> what? This is okay. I'm gonna revise it. Listen, Michael Pittman. You need Michael Pittman. Needs
1: Michael to be Pittman. Be in every
0: lineup you create. <laughs> basically, basically at five thousand five hundred. What is that? Seventeen points. Mm-hmm. He gets to seventeen points, and he's in. He's in value, and I'm. I have him slated for fifteen. But I think he could ease fifteen to me is probably. It's probably right around the middle of his range. Yeah. But I cannot believe he's 5,500 when guys like Darnell Mooney are at 5,700. How does
1: this happen? I don't know. Just, people just don't trust Matt Ryan, I guess. I don't. Matt Ryan, look, the Super Bowl broke Matt Ryan, but he's still a good quarterback. And then the after the Super Bowl, the Falcons just fell apart in general. And that wasn't Matt Ryan's fault.
0: <laughs> guys, he is cheaper than Alan Lazard. Wow, and Alan Lazard is hurt. <laughs> He's cheaper than Alan Lazard. I I just he's cheaper than Terry McLaurin. Damn. I don't understand this. All right, so I I'm going to wow. be using I'm going to be using him a lot. <laughs> can we? Can I? Can I pick him three times? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're allowed to do that, I'd say do
1: it. All right. Is there anything um, else you want to toss in a wide receiver? No. Only other thing I can think of, maybe if you want to look at, is is DJ Moore at six thousand because I feel. Because, again, the Browns are a dumpster fire. I don't hate the Browns cinch, but they are a dumpster vengeance fire. Vengeance game. <laughs>
0: here, comes, here comes the revenge game. Here remember, it comes.
1: Remember everyone's revenge game? Um, but, yeah, I think DJ Moore is going to have a semi-decent season, and 6,000 is not bad. So that's- All right, so moving on to tight end. Here's a place where you can save
0: money. There are two names that jump off of this sheet to me. And the first one, a lot of people are going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? I have Cole Komet really high this season. And this week, I have him at 12 points, and he's only 3,700. So uh, he needs to get, if he gets to 11.5 points, he gets you value. I think Cole Komet is actually going to be one of the better producers this week. So I am big on Cole Komet. If I'm looking to spend up, I'm probably looking at Dallas Goddard. I think he's going to be good for about 12.5 points, but he's $800 more expensive. Um, and we talked about I think Dallas and Tampa is going to be a shootout. You want to go up? Dalton Schultz is five thousand. He's probably good for thirteen or fourteen points. But this week, I am going to have a ton of shares of Cole Komet. I just I think that at thirty seven hundred, it's too big of value to pass up, and it's going to let me spend up at that critical quarterback position
1: where I need the extra money. Who do you like at tight end? Uh, so tight end is one of those things for me this week. I think. And again, this really depends on God willing he stays healthy. I think Hayden Hurst is going to have a really good season, and he's only 3,300 this week because people don't know what to expect. Oh, Um, yeah. The metric has him about, has him like seventh in value and value meter. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm like, um, where the hell is he?
1: Yep. So I'm looking there only because because of the price, which means I can pay up somewhere else.
0: Yeah. I mean, TJ Hawkinson's at 4,900. I think he's going to have a really good game too. But $1,200 $1, means he needs to outscore Comet by 3.6. And I don't know that's going to happen. Yep. So Wow, Evan Ingram is 35. Yeah. Interesting. Well, welcome to Jacksonville. <laughs> um, you, play, you, play, you know who's a great sleeper pick? And this is a total reach pick. This is a tournament pick. You know, I don't give tournament picks really. Yep. Isaiah Likely at really? 2,500 he gets in the end zone once he's got value will he get into the end zone I don't think so but <laughs> there's a lot of positivity around this kid and you know he's still you know Kyle Pitts is still the guy but I think I you know Isaiah likely might shock people a little bit that don't be surprised and, and I'll say this to Craig because Craig and I are, are most likely watching the game at our contributor friend Sean's house this weekend don't be surprised if we, we hear like and Sean loves red Zone Oh, my God. Sean loves the freaking red zone. Don't be shocked. If we're sitting there all of a sudden, we hear, Isaiah likely, and I just throw my hands up in the air because I freaking called it. I would not be shocked. I would not bet on it, but I would not be shocked. All right, let's move on. to Let's wrap up with some defenses. All right, so the metric has no defense dominating. All the defenses are between four and seven points on DraftKings. Like, nobody's going to go out there and, and dominate according to the metric. The Ravens are at 7.4. They're the highest scoring, but they're also $4,000, which is kind of insane. So I'm actually actually using the cheapest defense on the board, which is $2,100, and that is the Raiders. Whoa, 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 you just said it's going to be a high-score game. Yes, it is, and I think their ball is going to be flying all over the place, and I think there's a chance that the Raiders could – get a pick six or, or or make a couple of good turnovers. You don't have any f- faith in the Raiders. The Steelers are another option. Well, the Steelers are also in another one of those situations. Okay, go to $2,400 and take the Cowboys at Tampa or at home against Tampa. I think it's going to be a close game. I think defense is going to be the difference in that game. You want a sure thing? $2,500, take the Washington Commanders at home against Jacksonville. They're probably good for about six points. It's not going to get you value, but it's not going to burn you. The Raiders could burn you. The Steelers could burn you. The Cowboys could burn you. I doubt taking the Commanders is going to burn you. <laughs> so I'm going to use a lot of shares of the Raiders, but I might slip in a couple of shares of the Commanders where I have the extra 400 bucks just because they're a safer pick. What are your likes What are your likes and dislikes this week
1: on, on defense? Uh, I do like the Raiders because of the price. Uh, again, you know, defenses you kind of want to go cheaper on unless you know it's like a really huge, you know, Different, uh, what's the word? Mismatch. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, one team I do like, we want to spend up, and I know it's going to be weird to say, spend up like $300 because of what we discussed before. Tampa Bay's offensive line is broken. So I think the yeah. Cowboys playing at home might have a good game defensively. Offensively, I don't know. But defensively, I think they can have a good game. It's just not as safe a pick as the Commanders. It's a good
0: pick. Right, it's a good pick. The Commanders are safe because Jacksonville's offense. We, we don't know anything about it. We know that Tampa has weapons. The question is, can Tampa execute with their weapons? I mean, Tom Brady. Should, if Tom Brady could look into a crystal ball and see the week that he's got, the, the <laughs> offensive line he's got in front of him, he would have stayed. He would have stayed. He would have stayed retired. home
1: with his angry wife.
0: He would have stayed home, and, and then she'd be less angry, and it'd be wins all around because, you know what? I right so, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that closed the draft game things. I mean, oh. <laughs> if there if there was if there was a sack over-under, I'd probably be looking at the over on sacks for Tom Brady this week just because uh, his offensive line is going to be – and that game is going to have to be a, a shootout.
1: There's going to be a lot of offense. Yes. Yep. And he doesn't like getting sacked or touched. So No, he doesn't. Which also plays into if I'm Dallas,
0: I am I am blitzing early and often. I am trying to get to him and I am trying to rattle him. And that is all I'm doing, because this is listen, listen to me, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> presented by Jerry Jones. <laughs> Do not showboat the goat. That's what riles him up. Pissing True. him off is hitting him and making him look like he can't he can't complete. Like, like, make it like hurry him. It's really hurry him. Yeah. Rush him, make him uncomfortable. The moment you like wag a finger in his face or you respond to him when he's yelling, you are playing into his passion and not his anger. Passion is his strength, anger is his weakness. Do not gloat. And that's the problem. The Cowboys gloat every. The Cowboys gloat when they get a good deal on fried <laughs> zucchini at the grocery store. This is what this organization has always done. It, this is the problem. Do not, do not poke the bear. Sack right. him, disrupt him, and let your and game speak for yourself. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry, Mr. Brady. That's it. Walk away. I guarantee you they won't do it. They'll go nope. up like 21 to 10. Yep, And then somebody will piss off Brady. They'll score a touchdown and they'll spike the run to where he is sitting on the bench and spike the ball in his vicinity and it'll piss him off. And the next thing you know, he scores four touchdowns in three minutes of game time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And now the guy who spiked the ball is sitting by himself on the bench. Like he's got the like COVID and leprosy at the same time. No one like that. The water boy is like, get your own Gatorade. There's it's, that's what's gonna happen. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't play into the. Don't play into his his game, and that's his game. So yep. All right, we we are all right. So so just to wrap up, but on a bow, I'm probably spending up at running back and quarterback this week, just because the options there are better. I'll probably use a lot of value. At, I'll definitely be using at least one value at wide receiver. I'll definitely be looking tight end to defense value in order to afford it. If you do a great job with value in those those other positions, and you can make it pay off, you can have a lineup that's going to have some really strong t- running backs in it. Craig, what's your what's your wrap on this?
1: Uh, so my wrap on this is really week one is a giant question mark for everyone, even Vegas for the most part. Um, and definitely just pay attention to injuries. And I'm going to say don't don't bet a lot on week one, like you know. Just... Are you, is that is that your wrap on the metric, or is that your, your oh. final thought? Oh, I, so kind I, was, of, I kind of said that badly. I was like, "What, what are you I was, looking at?" Oh, well, I can I can combine them two of them together. There you um, can. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking at I, for me, I'm looking at value in receiver uh, this week because I definitely think I, this week I want to spend more on quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like we mentioned with defenses, eh, just. don't overspend on defenses. People, I see people trying to overspend and spending like 3,800 on defense. Don't, don't do that. Don't, Don't. it's, it's, it's a waste of salary. Um, and then like I just mentioned, mentioned before, yeah, just don't, don't bet a lot week one. Just let it, let's see what happens week one first and then kind of go from there. And that kind of goes into what I was going to say for
0: my final thought too, which is just make sure you, you you should not go into DFS, a season of DFS without a budget. Do not sit there and think you're just going to throw money at this until you hit something. Because the next thing you know, you're down $2,000 and it's only like week eight. You can't <laughs> just throw money. You go in with a budget. You bet within, within your budget. I've said this every freaking season that we've done this, but it has to be reminded, stay within your budget. And to put Craig's point, my other half of my final thought is this is our sixth season of doing this. I can, I can actively recall without even looking at it that we have only had positive week ones two out of the last five seasons. Week one is not where you make your money typically in cash games because there's too many question marks out there. The Last year, you, Craig and I cleaned up on week one. I don't remember yeah. what we did. I doubled up on week one, like across the board. I, look, I was like, how the hell did this happen?
1: <laughs> I don't remember, but yes. I don't remember what we uh, no, did.
0: I, rather, <laughs> I, I re, exactly. I don't remember what we did. I remember a text exchange with you on Tuesday, and I think it started with you just saying, "Well, that just happened," and I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> I don't know what we did last last year in week one that was so successful, but it's not typical. It's not typical for cash games unless you know something that everybody else doesn't. You know what I think of? There's a lot. Was there a lot of injuries last year last year in week one?
1: Um, I don't remember. Christian McCaffrey,
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I think I, I think there was. Yeah, I think that was that was it was that and, and oh, Dalvin Cook didn't play the whole game either. I'm pretty sure Dalvin Cook didn't play that whole game. I think he came out of the game early too. So yeah, so guys, pace yourselves. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. We have exactly. 18 weeks of regular season DFS ahead of us, and beyond that, we have the playoffs. So do not go crazy and bet like 70% of your budget in week one thinking that you're, you've are you got some sort of inside track. Breaking news, you probably don't. I'm just saying this, guys. The Sharps, the guys who are out there who are making big money on week one, they know stuff from insiders that we don't know. So just bet with your head in week one and don't be disappointed if your week one isn't profitable. Oh, I put out $200 and I only won back 150 Okay.
1: Okay, but don't, you learned... Don't deposit any more. Just use the money you got back.
0: <laughs> yes, and you learned from that what you need to adjust for week two. Okay, we learn more about the defenses, the matchups, etc. All of this stuff. Week one is warm up. It's a learning. Look at week one is like preseason in terms of like how the NFL treats preseason. We're trying to figure out who we're using. We're trying to figure out who's going to make our squads. It is not the Super Bowl. Don't bet it yeah. like it's a Super
1: Bowl. I would say it takes till at least week three to like get a decent view of things. Yes. For the, NFL. Metric, <laughs> the metric typically settles in around weeks
0: three, four, and five. And it, it historically, last year is an exception. It gets stronger as the year goes on. Last year, I, I mapped out the metric's accuracy and it, it went like nosedived after week 14 and I don't understand why. I have no idea. I did try a slightly different system, so I'm going back to the original system.
1: Mm-hmm. So...
0: I think I think it, it's, again, if the projections aren't accurate, the results aren't going to be accurate. And that's that's what you have to look for, is where are the projections the most accurate? Where's the most consistency? And I think we did a well, we, I say we, me. I did a bad job of that last year with the metric. I mean, the metric just gives us value plays. Right now, the Steelers and the Cowboys are both $2,400. I have the Cowboys as a better play. I could be wrong about that from a defensive perspective. If that's the case, then I'm going to be wrong on that. But that's how this system is meant to work. You know what system doesn't work without your help, though? The review system. We need reviews because it's the best way to get the word out about our podcast. When Apple sees people leaving us reviews, that it, it gets us more exposure and it would be a big help. You can leave us a review on any of the podcast directories you find us on, Apple being our primary one, but all of them, if there's any way for you to leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. Dr. Skinny, came back and updated his review because he was very pleased with our, our draft advice. He had a fantastic draft. I have not had a chance to really sit down and talk about it with the contributors, but he sent us the draft board. We were great. I was, I was so excited to hear that question from him. So definitely leave us a review. If you'd like to ask us a question like Dr. Skinny did, you can reach out to us on our email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter. We are at fignutsdfs. And we're also on Facebook. We're the Football Fig Nuts podcast on Facebook. We love to hear from guys, and we love when we see new reviews. Even when they are reviews that tell us things that we could do better, we're still learning, so we appreciate it. Deep breath. That's a lot of words (laughs) in the last 57 minutes. That was. That was. Tomorrow night, it all starts again, folks.
1: That's right. It's back.
0: Tomorrow night, it all starts again. And we always know what we forgot to do. Yeah, we always do this right before week one. So even though we've given our final thoughts and we've done our wrap up, here's yep. what we're going to close with. Yep, we have to do our Super Bowl
1: predictions. Okay, are you are you ready? Are you confident? I'm ready. Like so, we're just right. picking who's playing the Super Bowl. Or who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, both. Give me the teams, right. and, and you don't have to give me a score. Give me the teams, <laughs> and give me the champion. Who's in the Super Bowl and who wins it? God, help me that this is going to be such a biased pick, but whatever. I'm gonna go, Packers. Bengals. Bengals finally win. Packers losing to the Bengals. Okay, okay. I'm
0: not complete. You know, I could see it. I am. I have not actually have not given this a lick of thought before. Just now, when it popped in my head, and I (laughs) reminded myself that we have to
1: do this. (laughs) Perfect. So I am gonna
0: go off the cup. I am gonna take the Bills Uh. beating.
1: I'm gonna take the Bills over the Arizona Cardinals. Wow, wow, that is spicy. The Cardinals are gonna be good after Thanksgiving. That, is what's Britt's saying? But you know, <laughs> I I got a shrine to Kyler Murray. Opinion. You know he does. <laughs> I, I you know, I,
0: as much as I talk up Kyler Murray, and I and if you've listened to the show for a while, you know I talk up Kyler Murray incessantly, and I am trying to wrap it up. But I I, I the producers over in the corner are giving me the hello. We have we have more people waiting to use the studio sign, but um. I have taught I do not have a single freaking share of Kyler Murray this year. Really? Eight leagues, not counting best ball. And I looked, I wow. don't have a single even in best ball share of Kyler Murray. Not a one. Wow. Did, that did, folks,
1: I that's huge. That's ginormous. I think there's a
0: total <laughs> eight 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 dynasty and redraft leagues, and I think 14 best balls I did this year, and I don't have a single share of Kyler Murray. Not wow. once. Do I have wow. Kyler Murray? By the way,
1: in my eight teams, I have six shares of Skymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. But do you have any of Noah Fant? Probably not. I think I have them once. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think I have one. Yeah, uh, just just one. I'm, I, and I was also a Noah Fant truther. Me too. So I was okay, We are way over time. Folks, go enjoy week one. We will see you guys next week for week two. We will. Re- and, and trust me. We, if we lose next, if we lose this week, we will win in week two. We will get back there. But in the meantime, enjoy the return of football. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Britt. I'm Craig, and we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi Deb. <laughs>